Alright everyone, welcome to Friendship and with, uh, with, with Malcolm and with Kenny. I'm Kenny. And, uh, I'm, 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 I'm Malcolm. I'm here with Malcolm. And so, uh, and so we're gonna, we're gonna try, um, something a little different this week. I really feel like maybe this is just my perception, but, and you can feel free to tell me if I'm right and it won't hurt my feelings or if I'm wrong, but I really feel like our two best episodes have been the two where you found a sub for me. Like, I feel like those really, <laughs> oh, those were really that. strong. Don't you, and, uh, don't you say that. You know, that's not, that's not fine. You, you were the backbone of this. Um, I am not. I am not. You're a host I'm number. Like, if you're not no. the backbone, you're you're at least you know. You're you're you're, like uh, the, you're the the cartilage. Do you want to be the cartilage? I'll be the cartilage. That sounds great. Nice. Um. So. So today, um, we're going to be discussing a topic that I have thought about beforehand and clearly have in my mind. Um, <laughs> we're gonna do a. So we're gonna do friendship and uh and work or friendship and um and labor. You could do that too. Um okay. because I uh because I've been thinking about this lately because I um because at my job I am um there's some people around my age, but we're not really in like the same department. Like everyone is significantly older than me. Um and I've been thinking a lot lately about how um you know, as you get older and you don't have school um, and sort of, you know, and if you move away, you don't have mutual friends, it's sort of a crutch, how a lot of your friends um, end up just being people you work with. Or so I've heard. That's never <laughs> – spoiler, that's never really been my case, um, even though I have occasionally hung out with people I've worked with. Um, but I'm interested in the ways that, that those work friendships differ from um, – from normal friendships or if they do or maybe just uh, more broadly just the ways that uh that work sort of intersect with friendship because i know i've had some friends um specifically i had one friend whose dad ran a farm which going over to his house was fun because you get to play around on a farm but it also wouldn't be great because occasionally he would like i would figure out after i got there that i had sort of been invited over so that they had another hand to help them do something on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess remember, I specifically remember them inviting me over one time for uh for the day when they were butchering a bunch of cows, and that was um eye opening to an eight year old. <laughs> oh, so, I bet. Um. So anyway, so how does that topic sound, Malcolm? I didn't. I didn't. How does that sound? I didn't. That sounds great. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, well, you're in luck. So we're gonna start right now. So why don't you go? <laughs> well, I will start with my own experience, which I think is a little bit different um, from yours, obviously. And most people have different work experiences, okay. but I um, I worked for about almost two years before I came here. Uh, to North Dakota, and I'll right now I'm a I'm a sort of grad student and also uh, a grad assistant. So my job is sort of going to school, and also being around actually being around a lot of students who are younger than me, yeah. which is sort of strange. Most of the grad students are still roughly my age or a little bit older. Um, I still think I'm like the youngest person in the doctoral program here. Um, nice. I think. Um, but yeah, it is, um, 
you know, but but the the working experience I came from was really cool because it was working only with one other person. So it was just me and one other guy in the office. And he was, um, you know, about 10 years older than me. But he, you know, he was a little bit younger as far as like how he acted and what he was into. And uh, we really meshed. And it really was like we were like friends like every day. Uh, We would, you know, hang out at work and we would hang out, you know, usually like once a week. We'd find something to do outside of work to hang out. And we got in trouble for going to so many company lunches, just the two of us. (laughs) Um, But it was like this really cool friendship and and a friendship I still have now. You know, it's only been a few months, but I, I, you know, saw him over Christmas break and and uh, still text him and call him every now and then. Um, But that was a first for me. That was, you know, I was. 24 or 25 and it was the first time i'd ever worked with somebody that was a friend um and here i i don't know about you kenny but i um i have because you've been to grad school as well you're not in it currently but you have been in grad school Uh and i find here that it is so self-directed that i can really get through a week without seeing a whole lot of my peers like i i don't I don't interact like I I mean I I choose to sometimes seek them out and like talk to them and you know uh-huh. see how they're doing but I could easily go a whole week and not really talk to anybody um in my yeah. program that I, you know, any of my you know quote unquote coworkers uh-huh. um, which is sort of an interesting place to be in because sometimes I have a tendency to do that I have a tendency to want to be a little bit of a hermit and just sort sure. of do my thing and get out so um, yeah. I don't know what what, what uh what about you? I know you mentioned right now you work with people that are a little bit older, but do do you have any work friendships or have you in the past? Maybe um, at a job you worked before? Yeah, so if if we're talking about grad school, then yeah, I was um even though I also have sort of a hermit tendency, whenever I went to grad school, um I didn't know anyone. Like I knew no one. So I, I made a real conscious effort in those first couple of weeks to like sort of fight those natural sort of, you know, inclinations to just sort of hide out in my room and um and really like went to all these sort of brutally awkward department functions and you know made a few friends and a few acquaintances and uh, enough to get me through school definitely um and th- i think that's good too because a lot of people are in the same boat in grad school you know like a lot of people aren't from there and people are coming in and so you're, you're yeah. everyone is motivated to make new friends but my current job now you know it's like these people all have families and you know it's and like I, yeah. I i work you know i work closely like in my little department like there's only three of us it's like me another lady and then my boss um and so you know like obviously i'm not going to go hang out with my boss some people may do that but that's not i mean it, it definitely that would never happen um <laughs> and so like they're all nice people like i've i've gone to like we've gone to like casual not necessarily work functions as like a group before and um and that was fine i had no problem with it but um i'm also a big advocate for keeping work and home life separate sure and so so the thing is like as much as i like them as nice as they are like i honestly wouldn't like even if they were 10 years younger than me i'm not sure how to do with that you know the thing is since they're so separate for me in age it's easy for me to say that, like, you know, well, I, I, you know, I don't think we'd ever really hang out as friends. But I mean, I can imagine if they were actually, you know, if they were like twenty-five to like thirty-five, or you know, maybe even forty. I don't, I don't really know. Um, I could probably hang out with them, sure. kind of. But that's also weird, you know, because you run into this in grad school. I mean, you're married, so it's maybe not exactly the same thing. But in, like grad school, it's it's kind of this weird thing where it's like you're in this strange middle ground between being co-workers and being like 
kind of students together, you know? So it's like, it's more professional than what your undergrad was, but it's not as formal as maybe like an office job would be. And so it's weird because I know, like I would go to parties and, you know, you would see these people and they'd be like drunk and like weird or like hitting on people or, you know, like, and like, I was never totally comfortable with that dynamic because, again, they always kind of felt a little bit like coworkers. In the same way, I'm not sure I'd want to see anyone I work with demolished. You know, like yeah, it, it right. was kind of, it was it was kind of weird to see these people to be like, yeah, we are still kind of in a college environment, but this is also a little more buttoned up than you seem to be treating it. But I mean, as it, <laughs> but I'm not a saint. I mean, I'm sure I looked dumb just as much as anyone else. But uh, you know, it's. It's a weird environment. The only time – I'm going to keep rambling for just a little bit longer. The only time I think I ever actually had friends um, that were coworkers was when, uh, was when I worked at Target, which that was like my high school job and for like some of college. Um, but again, I think like retail and probably like food service too, like I think the vibe is different there. Like, we all kind of were, like, in this together, you know, and you kind of group to people your own age, and I would occasionally, right. like, do stuff with those people. Like, I mean, we would, like, like, sometimes we'd play music together, and we'd, uh, I, I would, like, go to concerts with them. Like, a lot of them were into, the, kind of, at the time, the same music that I was into. So I would, I would, and again, this isn't a lot, again, because those are still kind of weird worlds that I ne- was never totally comfortable them overlapping, but, um, sure. but th- that's probably the only time when I ever sort of cross that line um besides for grad school again which as i've said isn't a totally clean fit onto what we're talking about yeah um and i think it's interesting too you know one one difference between the two of us that i think is really cool to talk about in in terms of this podcast is again like you mentioned i have a family and now i have a kid and now i have two kids and so i know for me like even when i had one but especially now that i have two kids I have no interest sometimes in making new friends that it's kind of dangerous. Like, I'm just like, get me home to my kids. Like I, I don't go out. Like, you know, at this point, like yeah. I don't go out. Like I don't do much. And I just feel like for me, the motivation has sort of gone away because most of my free time, I'm like, I should be spending that with my kids. I should be spending that with my wife. Um, and so in a way, I think that's kind of hampered me. What has helped me a little bit here as I've sort of gotten integrated is, and I know um, it's it's a little bit different for master students versus doctoral as well. But in our doctoral program, ev- with the exception of one student, everyone else is married, and most of them actually have a kid really? or uh, a couple of kids. Uh, yeah, uh, or I guess I shouldn't say most. I, mo- everyone except for one student is married, and I think three or four out of like nine or ten couples have a kid. See, that's um, not like that. That's not like. It's not really strange to me, but it's also, I don't know. It was strange to me. It was strange to me. Um, And now that doesn't factor in master students because most of the master students are, you know, um, you know, young and not married. Um, But it it, it seems to be a bit of an older doctoral program, too. I mean, I'm the I'm 26 and I'm the youngest doctoral student there. Yeah. Um, And theoretically, had gone straight to my master's after my undergrad i could have been there two years ago so i could have been 24 uh-huh. you know um, sure. when i did this so um but i think that that has helped me in a way i have like a couple of like dinners with a couple of them and like their kid and they their kid meets my kid but but i think that's another difference between the two of us i don't know i, I would be curious to you know years from now or whenever it is um nine months from now whenever you have a kid 
I would be interested. Uh, I'd be interested to hear if you feel the same way because I know like the second we had a kid, I was like, I don't need any more friends. Like I don't need to go out. I don't need to be doing anything. Just well, get me home. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not like, and I'm not saying that you're like that. I I just mean like that's not what I meant. That I I was I I didn't mean to make it. Sound well, that's like what that you said. Bad. I don't. Um, but I I didn't make it mean to make that sound like a bad thing. But I just I know that like. I don't know. Like, I, I just don't even most of the time, like when there's like a social function with my, you know, sort of coworkers or co-students, I typically like I'll go. But typically I'm like, man, I don't really want to. Like, I'd rather just stay well, no home. One, no one know? ever wants to go to any social function ever, though. Like, I think like even I think the, some people do. I think maybe just you and I don't. Oh, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. They may, <laughs> they, they may tell you that, but they don't really. They're like, they want to be home. Every, yeah. No, everyone like even. Like, even if it's, like, something I'm really excited for, there's still a part of me that's like, I kind of wish that place would just burn down and I wouldn't have to go to it. You know, it's like, there's always, there's always a part of me that doesn't, doesn't want that to happen. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's tough and it's, it, you know, we've talked about this before, where as, as you get older, you know, it's, like, those work relationships do become sort of central, you know, and, um, and yeah, it, and just that, di- the dynamic is, the dynamic is totally different and in many ways and i it's still not a dynamic that i have totally uh that i totally master i think either like i think my yeah i like i like i often worry that even at work that i uh that i don't know if this is true or not but i often worry that i'm like i don't want to appear like aloof you know but i feel like i often give off that vibe just because like i i you know i'm just so sort of protective of my 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 separate spheres that i live in my home sphere my work sphere but sometimes people are like what'd you do this weekend i'm like not much why do you want to know it's like why, why, why do you want to know yeah what are you after what do you want from me i'm i did nothing i did nothing i just went home you know it's like i you know i could probably be a little more forthcoming but that's all you know that's, yeah, that's just sure the way i am well and i know i know i i feel like too one thing that uh maybe you've experienced this and again most of my talking is about grad school because that's where i'm at now and that's what i'm doing but maybe i don't know if you can relate to this from grad school but i know i feel like most of the time when people when i ask people what they did or when people even when people ask me what i did like i do this too in grad school i feel like there's this pressure to talk about like like school related things so even when they're like what'd you do this weekend like that's the question but i'm usually like oh i did some readings i took some notes like i worked on this project and like I don't know, I feel like there's this sort of like, like, um, like expectation that you expectation, and I don't want to call it passive aggressiveness, but there's sort of this underlying like competition too. Like there's there's sort of this like undertone yeah. like, I was working all weekend. What did you do? You know what I mean? Like yeah. like I get that from other people, and I sometimes I'll be honest, sometimes I give that out too. Where and I don't really mean to, but sometimes I feel like I'm just kind of buying into that culture a little bit too much. Where I'm like, oh, I work so much, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, the key to to grad school was always finding people who don't value that same attitude. You know, I, I felt like the, a lot of the people I ended up hanging out with were people who had, like, in their mind, very formal limitations on when school stopped and life began. You know, like there were sure. a lot of people who would be like, you know, like Sundays, I'll I'll maybe do some light reading. But like those are like I don't do work then or Saturdays, you yeah. know, like that, like or if anything else, they were just when they were at a bar, like if they were talking about school, like they'd be very conscious when it had sort of gone on too long. They'd be like, oh, okay, well this is probably enough, 
enough shop talk for now. Yeah. And I, I think that's like, again, that's the barrier. Once you can get over that barrier, then they probably go from just workplace acquaintance to actual friend. That's the thing. Like, right. if I went out for my current coworkers, as much as I really do like them, like, if I actually went out with them, like, I feel like it would probably just end up us talking about work, you know, which it's like, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's why more people don't hang out with their work friends is because they're like, oh, fuck, I don't want to talk about you know, the annual report, Work. like, I, you know, like, like this, this doesn't sound fun necessarily, but, but I know quite a bit of people who, um, who, you know, especially it seems like kind of the tech people, like they, like they're like, you know, that there's a culture that I think caters to them more, which like I'm in uh, decidedly, you know, I do like certain nonprofit stuff, which is like really not sexy in many different ways. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, you know, it, it's not necessarily a thing that draws uh, like, like, it's not that there's not young people in the field, because there are quite a bit of people doing good work, but it's – it doesn't invite the same sort of like, oh, man, we're going to go play hacky sack and then do some coding. Or I don't know. That's my that's my, <laughs> that's my stereotype of, like, the tech bro. This probably shows yeah. you how little I actually know. But, you know, it's like there's not – like, there's not, like, a chill dynamic necessarily. Like, it's still – why it's not so rigidly formal that it's, like, you know, sort of this, like – office with cubicles or anything like that like it's still yeah like, like there's a decorum there and you don't necessarily like, and i think some people can be so sucked into that too even when you're not like i just to give an example at my old job we used to do like an annual they, they would do an annual trip to like california where they would fly everybody in and uh i would be there and it was it was you know there was some work involved but it was mostly like sort of a celebration of the year yeah and uh I remember once being like, we were like at like an ice cream place and not the guy I worked with, but our boss, like we're both there and our boss, like we're at this ice cream parlor. It's like eight o'clock at night eating ice cream. And he's like, Hey, did you guys call this person about this event that we're working on? It's like, Oh, and I'm like, and not only that, but then he like, he was like, well, why don't you shoot him a text now and see if he's up? And I'm like, it is eight o'clock. I'm in California. Yeah. I'm eating ice cream and and I did it because my boss was there. But I'm like, oh, bro, sure. you, I'm like, dude, you're killing me. Like you're uh-huh. killing, you know. And it was sort of funny because like his whole motto was like, you're always on. Like uh, part of our job was like running like a local Twitter. And so he's like, if something happens at 2 a.m., you better be tweeting about it. And I'm like, <laughs> I told him I said I'm not gonna. Like I'm gonna be asleep. Like I don't know what, yeah, what to do. You know. Yeah, and, and yeah, and I've um, and, you know, I have. For better or worse, I, I feel like at this point, at least for my current job, you know, um, I feel like I struck a really good balance between being able, like, when, like, you know, like getting my stuff done, and then like doing the extra work if that's what it required, but also sort of making sure that like when I went home, like the work part of my brain kind of, you know, yeah, the backseat to like the things I need to feel like I'm living in actualized life which is not <laughs> right you know which is which is a different set of complex desires so yeah. um so anyway so yeah so i mean work friends are complicated they don't really exist for me in the sense that like you are my friend but you know that's fine yeah that's how it works. they don't exist for me at grad school yet i'm sure they will i've only been here a few months still so i'm sure they're coming you know the other thing about it too it, it, at grad school, I think for me that kind of limits my friendships. And I don't know, again, you, you can speak to this a little bit too, but like, I know that I'm not going to be in Fargo probably four years from now. Like it's a four year program. And uh-huh. once it's done, I'm probably getting a job somewhere else, probably somewhere not very close to Fargo. Yeah. And so it almost just like, well, I could make these friendships, you know, 
Four years is a long time. I mean, that's, that, that's, that's the thing. Is that's like, what I need to accept. I mean, you were, in, you were an undergrad for you were an undergrad for four years. You're like, I don't need you, to make you, friends here. You barely made the cut, Kenny. I slid right into the door as it was closing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. But I, I don't know it, that that is something in that I sometimes have to get over, I guess, in my head is what I'm saying or what I should say is yeah. that I should get over that in my head. Yeah. What the hell? Because four years is a long time. Yeah. It's a long time. That's a lot of life when you think about it. I know. I'm going to be almost 30. Isn't that scary? Yeah, it's scary. That's coming on us hot, hot and heavy. Yeah. 30s bearing yeah. down. God. It's horrifying. Fine. I hope we're still doing this when we're 30. Hopefully I'll finally have hair on my chest whenever I'm 30. That's like my life. Oh my gosh. I hope I start to lose some hair on my back by 30. Well, you bald. It's like, it's like balding so, in your family. Uh, oh, no. Is it happening? It is not happening, but only thanks to some uh, chemical intervention on my part. I Really? I, oh. This, so is, this, is the, this is why people are listening. This is the stuff they really want. This tell is us, what they want. Tell so us more. You, you, you know me, and uh, you've seen me fairly recently. I have hair on my head. I'm not, like, going bald right now, I wouldn't say. Yeah, certainly, um, nothing, I, certainly nothing I noticed where I was like, oh, he's yeah. going bald. Yeah. Uh, but I – so I personally noticed – well, first of all, I know that my grandpa and my dad both were balding sort of on, like, the top of their head, you know. Yeah. And uh, my dad especially has, has lost quite a bit there. And um, for some reason, it is something I am. And I see my older brother as well starting to thin out uh, yeah. in the back of the head. And he's like 29, 28 or 29. Uh-huh. And for some reason, it is something that uh, I am kind of obsessive about a little really? bit. Oh, I didn't, didn't mean to poke a button. No, no, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, and, and actually, I am having to kind of let it go a little bit. Uh, but anyway, so about like a, before we came here, about uh, back in, I guess it would have been April, I actually went to a doctor and the doctor, like a hair specialist, and he was like, you know, your hair looks good right now, but I can tell that it is thinning like slowly. Uh-huh. And he's sure. like, if you're really paranoid about it, like we can get you like the Propecia, like the hair loss. Yeah. Medicine. Uh-huh. And he's like, and – uh, you do Propecia with Rogaine. I'm not ashamed of any of this. Um, no, it's fine. But Pro- Propecia with Rogaine, and then he's like, what he told me was he was like, that will keep it where it is now, which is, you know, it's pretty much normal right yeah. now, you know. Um, but what he told me was when you stop taking it, your hair will revert back to where it would be without that medicine. So if I were to take it for like, let's say I took it for 30 years, right? Mm-hmm. My hair would not like, I wouldn't like put off losing my hair by 30 years. It would immediately catch up or pretty quickly would catch up to where I would have been anyways. Um, oh, man. So okay. I took it for about, what was that, April. So I took it up until October. Okay. And then um, what happened is, um, again, not maybe not the happiest of stories, but it's fine. <laughs> okay. uh, in order to financially survive up here, I also donate plasma. And okay. it turns out that uh, Propecia is on the list of restricted medications for donating plasma. So I had to make a choice between your hair, my hair or uh, eating. And uh, I chose to eat. So I'm still doing the Rogaine. I still do Rogaine every day. You are like a contemporary Dickens character. (laughs) Like Like if Charles Dickens lived in Fargo in 2016, you would be a character in a novel. I got to tell you. No other grad, no other grad student at my program is trying to survive on just their graduate stipend 
uh, with a family of four. I'll tell you that much. I cannot believe every month. I seriously am amazed that we, I mean, we have a budget that we stick to, but it's just, yeah. you know, it's always looking for ways to supplement the budget. And oh, sure. uh, for those of you that listened to our last episode, finding like a countertop washer and dryer. And, and uh, what was the other thing I said in the last one that you laughed at? Cause it was just so sad about me being cheap. It's fine. Whatever it was. Oh, it was when you said you drove 55 so you could save a gallon yeah. of gas. Yeah. Yeah. All, yeah for yeah. some reason, that just makes me want to drink. That is just such a sad little image. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's okay, though. Uh, you, you, got, you know, you got to do what you got to do, and then you get your stuff, and then, you know, you, you graduate and you get, get that degree. Yeah. And then, you know, it's it's fun. Books. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> I, can't even I can't even remember how we got on this topic. You asked me something about balding. Why did you ask me about balding? I can't uh, remember that. I'm sure it was tangentially related. Probably. I, anyways, yes, I feel like I'm slowly balding. I'm very, I'm a little paranoid about it, so I still do Rogaine twice a day. But um, interesting. And maybe if I ever stop donating plasma, I'll go back to the. I'll probably go back to the Propecia. Well, we'll have to do. I don't feel like sharing anything now, but one of these days soon, maybe in the next episode, we'll do a friendship and insecurities, and then maybe I can maybe I can dig out some deep dark secret, and then we can go through. That's a good idea. Let's pencil that in for the next one. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Friendship and insecurities, and I've got more. Don't you worry, Kenny. Oh yeah, oh, dude, we <laughs> just hit the tip of the iceberg. Here. <laughs> yeah, that'll be our first eight hour episode <laughs> where we're just. Yeah. Yeah, it'll just be us talking forever and ever and ever, and no solutions. Just no bitch about your insecurities. I can hear, I can hear in the background the SVU sound, the SVU uh, theme song playing, which means my wife is ready for me to. Oh, it's it to, call, uh, it calls to you. It's calling to me. I hear that. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, man, well, this is this is uh, uh, taking unexpected turns, and uh, I like where it's going. Uh, I think we've put together two in a row that have been pretty solid coming off the improv debacle. 2017 yeah, we, is looking up. Yeah, man. We're, we're starting out strong. And then, uh, yeah, and then also stick around because I, I got a fairly big announcement, too, that I'll make in one of the upcoming podcasts. Do you know what that is, Malcolm? Uh, I think I know what it is. Oh, I think yeah. I know what it is. Oh, yeah. I got, an, I, got a, I got an announcement for Big you. announcement. Big announcement. What? Watch so, out. Uh, Somebody uh, called Oprah. <laughs> did everybody? Did anybody ever say that to you as an insult when you were growing up? Somebody called Oprah? No. What is that? No, like somebody Why? called the news. Like you'd be like, "Hey guys, I I uh, I I did something cool last night," and you're like, "Oh, somebody alert the press, call the news. You're so cool." And I'd be like, "Oh, no, dude, your friends sound horrible." I. <laughs> Yeah, that never happened. That never happened to me either. <laughs> That's weird. That'd be super mean of people to do. <laughs> uh, that's fun. All right, so friendship and podcast. Um, we're on iTunes. And I'm thinking about putting this on Stitcher because I think, I think, are, are, are like, if you have an Android phone, how would you get this? Didn't you say your wife like gets this on her Android? Well, phone? I can. Uh, she tried to. I'm not. You know what? I should look into this. We were trying to get onto the the Google Play podcast store, okay, because they also do like a little podcast thing. Yeah, uh, I, I submitted all of that, but I did not ever receive uh, a confirmation or a denial. So we we might be on yeah. Google Play right now. Yeah. So if you yeah, because I had a, I had someone stop me over Christmas break and said that he was listening to the podcast 
but he didn't have iTunes because we we've just assumed everyone listens over iTunes for some reason. And so we said that he like I, I would had, listen somewhere else. Yeah, he said that he had to like really sort of track down all the episodes. So we'll try to make it easier. Well, I'll check on I'll check on that at the next one. I will check yeah. on that right now in the next and podcast. Are, I'll get yeah, if you're listening and, like, have a place that you would like to see the podcast, like, where you get yours and it's not there, send us a message on the, uh, on the, on the Facebook page. So, is that just, what, what is that? I can, it's I, just, I really, uh, it's just two friends, the number two and then friends. So, we're two fa- friends. Facebook.com. If it's, if you, if you see a Swedish band, like a Swedish Euro pop dance band, that's not us. Yeah, so it's Facebook.com slash two friends to the number two friends. Um, yeah, and then uh, and then yeah. So send us a message on there if you have anything or if you have a topic. Um, and I noticed that some people have actually been reviewing us on iTunes, which is great, which that helps us. So um, yeah, please you, do if you've done that, and please continue to leave reviews. And uh, yeah, and then it's it's all chill. Hi, Malcolm. That's everything. Thank you. This was great. Yeah, thank you. Have a good one, bud. Goodbye.